nearly 690 million people are hungry. But more than 33% of all the food that's produced on our planet never reaches a table. But there is one organization in our country that works to combat hunger by reducing food wastage at the same time. And that is our second episode, the Robin Hood Army Sri Lankan chapter. This is the Wannabe Jack podcast where we listen to stories that revolutionize our nation as we speak. Speaking with us in this episode is not one but two volunteers from Arirche Sri Lanka who get the surplus food from restaurants and give it to the less fortunate sections in society in order to make food consistently available to serve the hungry citizen. Hello Zam, hello Pratibha. Hi. Hi. Hi Jack. So let's get straight to the facts. So the first thing that I came across was the name, the Robin Hood Army. So when I came across the name, the first thing that jumped into my head was the character Robin Hood. So we know that Robin Hood is this legendary folklore historic outlaw who was pretty much characterized by robbing the rich to pay the poor. So since you uh, proclaim yourselves as the army of Robin Hood do you actually rob the rich to pay the poor what is the Robin Hood army actually and why the name well jack uh, the robin hood army is a zero funds volunteer organization that works to get surplus foods from restaurants and communities to serve the less fortunate so the robins are largely students and young working professionals everyone does this in their free time the lesser right. sections lesser fortunate sections of the society include uh, the homeless families orphanages patients from public hospitals and the elders homes so i joined robin hood army since 2019 ever since uh, we have been uh, making progress of reaching out to new new communities uh, and helping them out right it's very interesting and since you've joined in 2019 it, it begs me to ask the question is the robin hood army a local organization or a global organization is it restricted to sri lanka or is it a bigger thing yes we are a global organization uh, we coordinate with uh, uh, other organizations and come up with ideas to bring to bring to implement projects in our own local chapters okay so how did the robin hood army's sri lankan chapter originate how did it come to be what's the story behind that well jack the robin hood army the model that it was introduced to sri lanka by hansel and his friends the initial drives happened uh, at 2060 every saturday right. by partnering up with local ngos who handed right. over 150 to 200 parcels every weekend these were day drives happening every weekend so the parcels were delivered in many slum areas around colombo uh, mm-hmm. as i've heard it's been it was a fun and learning experience for whoever who for everyone who was involved the then we initiated to reach out to the restaurants then it took a bit of time for our team members to convince our restaurant partners about the concept of uh taking surplus food and giving to giving it to the less fortunate however we were able to manage to bring out uh, to partner up with the uh, royal bakery and pan pan 
since 2018 and ever since we started our uh, night drives right royal bakery and farm farm two of the best restaurants and bakeries that even i've tasted food from awesome so uh, the next interesting question you mentioned this partnering up with restaurant but such an idea any idea which is innovative and new there is this adage or a saying that local folks say that whenever something is introduced new to the world it takes around 15 years to come to sri lanka mainly because most of our folk are kind of ignorant or lazy to get to the task so the question is when robin hood army was brought to sri lanka what were the specific challenges that you faced how how was starting off things like when it came to robin hood army sri lankan chapter um well to this date uh, what we've been doing is uh, honestly coordinating and participating for daily night drives but initially it was hansala and his friends that took on all the challenges that was there from the beginning so right. we're currently since we've been doing the daily night drives and also we've been doing uh, day drives as well so more than the challenges it's really about uh, how fulfilling it is really to see a smiling face uh, at night when we give them food and also sometimes they be like uh, the past few days we've been waiting for all for so kind of thing so it's mostly the positive that we feel that uh, was in robin hood right that's quite inspiring because uh, back in 2020 the nobel peace prize was won by the world food program and uh, you might be wondering what does food have to do with peace but the reason was stated that something as simple as hunger can be used as a weapon of war so trying to maintain peace by not letting people suffer through hunger and actually getting the satisfaction to actually serve humanity in such an aspect is truly inspiring that's great and uh, since then since hansel and his team had started off uh, robin hood army sri lankan chapter how has the journey been thus far to date what has become of our sri lanka well jack the so far our achievements would i would say since the beginning we had mm-hmm. fed over 70 million people around the world and over 132000 people in sri lanka alone i must mention that if it is, if it was not for our volunteers all of this would be impossible we have partnered up with more outlets and we have also taken over certain corporate csr projects as well right it's interesting well, which uh, brings me to the question you spoke about volunteering and your daily night drive so simply said uh, let's say working in the night is actually a prime aspect of rhj sri lanka so taking sri lanka to be a conservative society and most parents do impose curfew on people to not go out in the night what are the personal challenges when it comes to home affairs your parents aren't allowing you to go at night or social challenges where let's say our people are mostly masked by fear right so whenever you go and hand food to someone without context people tend to fear to get that so such challenges personally and socially what challenges did you face and how did you overcome those challenges yes jack i totally agree with you upon that part uh, right. it's really difficult like for some volunteers to come at night but then mostly most volunteers are working it's easier for them to join for night drives so for them for the others who find it difficult to join for night drives we also have day drives which happen right. 
uh, like um, once a month kind of and we also have volunteer meetups as well so that compensates for everyone who can't join the night drives and uh, currently the biggest uh, challenge we have is the pandemic so mm. we want to keep our night drives as consistent as possible because otherwise it will be unfair by the restaurants because they'll be discarding their food so because of the pandemic um, it's difficult to have because uh, we'll be having lockdowns as well because we have to make sure the volunteers are safe as well as people receiving it so at the end of the day they have to go back to their friends and family members so these days are kind of rough but otherwise it's kind of all right it it's truly surprising and actually uh... gratifying to see that even during the pandemic when things have turned upside down you still manage to get through the hardships and still keep it going and that that's a great thing and uh, most importantly you mentioned two things about rha and that is zero funds and free service volunteering and whenever you take any organization when it comes to sustain sustainably holding it in place these two things don't actually work well in hand right because there is a lot of uncertainty because you have no funds coming in and they, since it's free service volunteering anyone can back out at any time and there might be instances where no one has volunteered as well so how are you actually sustaining this whilst you have the two biggest risks that actually could end up in having a big challenge in sustaining rha sri lanka how do you do it well uh, jack is sim- basically simple is uh, with the in a drive with our volunteers in our volunteers that the is the sole purpose of making the night drives consistent however mm-hmm. if we are if we are unable to uh, get a volunteer for a night drive we inform the restaurants and say uh, we are unable to uh, send send someone to collect it so those bits so bits because of this pandemic these problems uh, start to arise because people are afraid to go to reach uh, to go out the, because of the restrictions and at the same time the because of because of the severity of the virus they are also uncertain that they might also catch it as well so otherwise if uh, if things were peaceful we we used to have our night drives very consistent and every day we see we might sometimes even come across uh, volunteers who organize a ladies night where a group of ladies volunteer once a week and uh, participate for a night drive and they do a huge uh, amount of uh, uh, food parcels in one night okay that's that's truly great and having a ladies night wow that it needs a, it deserves a shout out because your services have actually helped in revolutionizing our country and uh, finally uh, certain social media informants of mine tell me that there are other projects that you're involved in certain community service projects apart from collecting surplus foods and distributing distributing it to the people who need it so when it comes to community service projects obviously you need funds you need money to do it so if you are doing such events what are these other community service projects and where are you getting your funds uh well we also do um, certain community projects because uh our mission is to contribute to the community so we wanted to expand our horizons than just distributing food at night to uh, people so what we do is um, we do a few day drives that uh, we started one uh, last january 
which was uh, where we planted over 100 trees along with collaboration with the CEB office. It was at Pattaramulla. So it is not really money that drives us, it is the volunteers and their time. So honestly, we don't really require that kind, like, you know, it is the volunteers that make us keep going. So we kind of expand it outwards than the night drives. Okay, that's truly inspiring because when I listen to your story, what always comes into my mind is that whenever people imagine to do big things, they think big, but then when they start acting, they act less. But as far as Robin Udami is concerned, more than thinking big, you act more. And your actions have really helped shape the future of our country. And such a turn can actually be revolutionizing with time. So that being said, I have this curious question to ask. So the food that you collect from all these restaurants, these are big, big restaurants, uh, needless to say. You're getting free food in good state. They are fresh. How do you resist from not consuming yourself before giving it to the people who ate it? I need to know uh, this. The fact that sometimes it, it, it itches our mind uh, so much good food being thrown to waste. Uh, so, however, yeah. if we take something from that is being meant to be distributed, it it actually hits us uh, by uh, th- by uh, giving us the thought that it might reduce someone else might uh, not be able to eat uh, get that food for get that meal for that night. So, so keep by keeping that in mind, we uh, try to resist the urge of. Uh, <laughs> Uh, taking up a, a, a portion for ourselves. <laughs> a very big salute to that commitment because that, that is great. That is great because thinking that that very conscious thought itself can resist people from doing a lot of things. That's true. That's very much true. Anyone who is uh, who are who is interested to join us can register themselves at the at our website, uh, robinudami.com. Uh, select the Colombo chapter and uh, register, and we will reach out to you. It is these undying efforts made by people like Pratibha and Uzam, even amidst the pandemic, that lays the foundation towards achieving a more sustainable nation by alleviating hunger, or as the UN would like to call it, achieving zero hunger. And what's fascinating is the fact that these people come up with integrated solutions where the solution to one problem is also the solution to another. For instance, who would have even guessed that the solution to food wastage would ultimately end up as a solution towards food disparity in many countries, including Sri Lanka. So if you're interested towards achieving the global sustainable goal of zero hunger, they said it loud and clear, and I wouldn't mind saying it again. Go to robinodami.com today and register under the Colombo chapter. And that brings us to the end of our second episode. This is Wannabe Jack signing off. Until next time. Tatparivartanam Bhava. Stay safe and help to achieve zero hunger. Thank you.